Welcome to Attention, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. I'm Ray Shillings. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant and a lot of times fun, too. Our stories taken behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms. We explore current trends and topics. Today's podcast is sponsored by Street Volkswagen and AAF Amarillo. Find out more at streetvw.com and aafamarillo.org. And this is really cool. We have a couple of the folks in the studio for this podcast, and I'll talk to those folks in here in just a moment. AAF District 10 provides and promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. You can find out more about that at aaf10.org. So, you know, John Luciano is uh, is on the podcast with us today, and we kind of got together from uh, an invite uh, from David Moraz, uh, who is the marketing and PR manager and the current AAF Amarillo Club president. So I think it's kind of cool because one of my notes here, John said, let's talk about David behind his back. David, <laughs> back. But we can't do that because you're you're with us. So I think it's pretty neat that you're you're both there, and I thank you for, for being that. First of all, guys, Welcome to the podcast. You guys doing okay? We're thrilled to be here. Yeah, we're excited. Thank you. Yeah, this is very, very cool. We, we appreciate this. And you're no stranger to podcast, and we'll talk <laughs> about that in a little while, Mr. Motormouth, or lucky Luciano, uh, later. <laughs> later both, names, actually, yeah, both names given to me by my father. As a kid, I never would shut up, so I got the name Motormouth, and then later on, the, the name Lucky kind of stuck to me, and then so we play off both of them. Well, that's both are fine. You belong in Detroit <laughs> with the name Motormouth. You belong in Detroit, not Amarillo, but that's okay. I'm sure Amarillo is a much better destination. You know, you've got something on your website uh, as well. It says here from the desk of John Luciano, a message to our valued customers. Uh, like so many of you, I'm closely following the developments of COVID-19 that is affecting us all, although we are still open right now. What matters most are the people affected by the crisis. When you talk about the people, you're talking about your obviously your customers, but you're also talking about your employees as well. What are you guys doing, and how are you handling this whole crazy time that we're going through right now? Well, you know, it, it's it's been interesting, and it is a very very crazy time. But if 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 you know a little bit of the history of Volkswagen, we kind of had a little bit of this back in 2015 when we went through a TDI crisis. We woke up one morning kind of closed, and so we. I think the Volkswagen dealers in the nation right now have kind of held up through this a little better than most because we had a little kind of a sort of practice run there for a while. So we, we had to bring some of that protocol back. And our, our main goal was to make sure that we kept everybody employed. Uh, we filed for the stimulus program and it got accepted, got funded. And so at this current time, we still have everybody employed, but it's a very different looking seven day work week. The schedules are much different. We're open a little earlier, we stay a little later, and then everybody kind of works different shifts so that we keep the uh, amount of people within the store down. And then we have full-time staff during the day that's constantly disinfecting at all the doors that you come in. There's places to, you know, there's sanitizers for your hands. There's masks if you'd like to put one on. There's, we, we, we just, we've gone to the extreme to make everybody feel comfortable. And Texas, we were very fortunate to be deemed as essential. And it gave us the opportunity as, and this is part of a marketing podcast, it gave us the opportunity to talk about through that marketing that we're just here to help. We're not open for any other reason right now. And whatever we can do, if you need a repair on your car, no matter what brand, come see us. 
We're doing free diagnostics if you have a check engine light or a tire light. A lot of the little places that you normally go to are closed. And so it made it very difficult for some people. And so we, we really got on the radios and we used our media to get out and let people know that. And it's it's been amazing. People have come by. I mean, they've come by for, to be helped or they've come by with cookies or a nice comment of, hey, thanks. We appreciate knowing that you're there. And, and yes, I need to get to work. I'm a pharmacist. I'm a doctor. I'm a whatever it is. I'm also in that essential level. And it's nice to know that if I do have a car problem, that I do have some opportunity to get that taken care of. We're doing picking up at your house, taking back. We're, we're making it touchless. You, you really don't have to, you know, eyeballs to eyeballs, oxygen to oxygen. We don't have to make that happen. We've, we've corrected all that and it's things we've been working on. It's been really wonderful to put them to use all the way down to purchasing a car without ever walking in the dealership. So it's uh, it's been a very challenging, but it has been a, a very warm, you know, nice to see processes. We're, we're working smarter. It's been good for us. I mean, if there's any silver lining to it, the learning the structure, talking to our employees, understanding their needs, and being able to correct those and help that has been, it's been, it's, it's been okay. It really has. It sounds like Amarillo is a tight community, and it also sounds like you are a very uh, big part of, of that community. Talk about uh, what's going on in Amarillo at this time, uh, not only car business, but just Amarillo business. You know, we're, we're such a neat community. We, we have, from what David and I understand, we have about 350 known you know, 401, not the 401, but 301s and different uh, type uh, charities. And they all seem to do pretty well. This community is just amazingly giving. And they have stepped out. We've seen the people in their front yards that are sharing toilet paper. We really haven't seen the, the hoarding issues that some of the other places have. We're very small-minded, and we're, we're, everything we do is, is all about Amarillo. Um, just to give you an example, we really don't have like Circle Ks or 7-Elevens or the, the national convenience stores. Uh, the town just doesn't support it. We stay local. We have Toot and Totem and we have Pakasak. We have our local people and our Amarillo National Bank is our main bank and they just own the city and banking. We have like, I think we have one Bank of America maybe and the big ones that it's just not that community. We're, we're very farm and ranch driven and you, you take care of your neighbors and you love on your neighbors and you love on your community and they'll love on you back. But the street group since 1982, you know, Joe Street and his wife, Laura, that's that's what they've taught us, and it's been our, our great success, is that we we learned a long time ago that without this community, we, we have nothing. We have no business. We have nobody to sell cars to or to do maintenance or repair. So you, you, you've got to go that extra step. You've got to treat it right. You, you've really got to make it a family-felt, you know, warm place to go where you, with a lot of trust. And it's been very successful for us. And a lot of people have reached out to us through this, and we're supporting the community also through you know, with the stimulus money that we received. So. A lot of folks have stepped away from uh, marketing and advertising during this time, which I think is a mistake because mm -hmm. I think you need to maintain that communications chain. You do uh, do a lot of stuff with uh, 100.9 The Eagle and uh, Dr. Johnny Black. I would <laughs> I would have been uh, I would have been uh, Dr. Johnny Fever myself, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I like so that. th this this dude drives your cars and, and the, you do promotions around that. Are you keeping that going as well, or why? You you bet. He's such he's such a fun person and. He does such a great job representing us, and, and, he, and he drives around towns. And you know, we, we have community packs are in his trunk, and so if you see the car and you honk and you pull him over, we give away all kinds of fun stuff. But he's just there to uh, to be a part of it. And, and another fun thing we're doing right now is we, we've had a sticker made up that uh, has a logo of our store, and, and then it has a what looks to be a gas pump, and it says "This vehicle driven 
by street, by, you know, this vehicle is driven by street boats powered by or powered by it. So I'm going to show it to you. Oh, cool. Yeah. I so, like that. Does it come in backwards to you too, or is it coming? Correctly? No, it comes in right way. It's, it's okay. a good. It's good. <laughs> but what you do is what we've been doing with this is if you, we've been trying to continue to use the Mon Pa stores for food. You know, we still have people in the store. So at least once or twice a week, we bring in lunch for everybody. Kind of keep everybody out the store so they're not going out. But then whoever the delivery person is that comes in, if they'll let us put that sticker on their car, then we give them anywhere from ten to twenty-five dollars in gift certificates, and then we give them fuel. We send them over to our local place where we fuel our cars, and we give them some gas, and just our way of saying thanks for kind of you know they're kind of putting themselves on the line. In, in most cases, the people just have you set it at the door and. You don't really talk to them, but some people don't. They open the door. They've, they've been locked up so long. Any interaction with humans would be wonderful, right? So they, yeah. uh, so they're kind of out there and they're, they're putting together what I believe is a really good service right now. We just, we just want to say thanks for getting out and doing it. So door, door dash, right? Door dash. I always call it dine dash or, or dash dine. I was always getting it wrong. And then Uber Eats and some of the others. So we, we wanted to try and help them out. And we also use them to. Uh, to take food, we've done the fire stations and the urgent cares. Yeah, sending a lunch. Some of the banks. Yeah, sending a lunch. A couple of the credit unions, just kind of a pay it forward type deal. We, we we send you one, and we just ask, would you send one? Right, just keep it going. Keep keep playing this forward. So. What a great idea. I wish that could be seen in more cities around this country. David Miraz is Miraz is with us today. He's your marketing and PR manager, and also the current. AAF Amarillo Club President David, talk about talk about the importance for businesses, especially at this time in these times. I hate I hate some of the sayings that we've got going on, but you know, especially during these times, why uh, why club membership is it important for for a local business, David? I think you know right now, especially more than ever, it's important to be you know in the know, know what's going on around, and uh, I believe using AAF, especially here in Amarillo. Um, stay in touch to it's you know my board right now anytime we have a question anytime we need that second opinion we reach out to them and that's and that's really what it is it's i know that i hear how the support from john from my coworkers, but sometimes i need i need a, a more professional help on on video or on on something that i'm working on and i love reaching out to them i always tell people at least come to one of our meetings see what we're doing, see if you can learn something. It's all about learning about network. And um, I just I just wish more people could see it and, and join the clubs um, every two weeks when we meet. Uh, tomorrow we're doing a Zoom with uh, Larry Brantley, who used to be the, the governor for District 10. And it's all about LinkedIn, how to improve your LinkedIn profile, how to get more followers. And that's something that I know John and I are going to both uh, sit on. And, and, and <laughs> well, actually, I don't think this guy needs to, <laughs> needs to listen to that because, I mean, do you have... Seventeen thousand six. So trying, trying to get it up there. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm, it's yeah, going to be better. I'm so let's, let's come out of you. Come on. Club, club membership is important, obviously, in participation. I love the fact that you're doing Zoom stuff as well at this point in time because we really don't know when we're going to be getting back to uh, the shoulder to shoulder kind of a thing that we used to know. Uh, so uh, how how's the responsiveness to the uh, to the Zoom invites? Are you getting a lot of participation there as well? So the great thing about this is because we don't have to charge anybody to come and watch because you're going to do it from your office, from your work, from 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 home. It's it's going to be free. Um, the cool thing is that we hope that people will join, watch, and then later on, once we are able to meet again, 
that those people will, will take advantage and come to our meetings and, and potentially join. Um, the numbers right now are good uh, for it to be online. And, and honestly, I have to give to my uh, second vice president and, and first vice president because this was almost a last, last minute thing that just popped up and we said, let's do it. And within a week, we had everything running. And uh, I'm excited for this first one tomorrow and see how it goes. And, you know, hopefully we get back to sitting shoulder to shoulder. But if not, this is definitely uh, an option that we, we would love to do again and keep doing. Hey, David, I'm going to challenge you here real quick uh, before we get off the, the Zoom thing and as well in this podcast. I want, to, I want you to challenge everyone in your organization, every one of your members, to, uh, to subscribe to this podcast on District 10. It's an important uh, communications tool. Oh, We've definitely. Done quite a few. Um, uh, we, we did one just a couple of weeks back with um, folks from different places in all four states uh, about how they were responding to COVID-19. It was quite interesting as well. But I think the thing that we're looking at right now is to just uh, develop, generate, and grow membership in this uh, communications tool. But I love the fact that uh, you guys are doing that. John, you were about to say something. Yeah, I was going to, something I think that might give some light on exactly what you're saying about, I guess it's probably been four years ago, maybe it's been five years ago, I can't remember. And um, a colleague of mine that had been with us for quite a long time, Flo Lopez, vehicle referrals, and now he's in Austin. And, a lot of the videos and a lot of the motor mouth was created with flow and AAF reached out to us because somebody had told them that we had just spoke in Las Vegas at digital dealer, a, a digital big seminar that was going on down there. And they asked us if we could come speak to the club and talk a little bit about that experience. And at that point we had no idea what AAF even was. And we said, sure, you know, we're, we're willing to go anywhere and speak. And so we set up our little roadshow and we went down and we spoke to them at their, at their meeting and, and as we sat through the rest of the meeting afterwards and we listened to what was going on, we kind of looked at each other and said, how can we not be a member of this? Nobody depends on marketing more than a car dealer. And, you know, how are we not a part of this? So we joined before we even left the meeting right there. We joined the group and got started talking to these people. And then, as David said, going to the meetings, talking about it, the when they do the open forum, talking about things we have going on. And then, wow, around the room, ooh, ooh, hey, you know, but if, if you added this, what would that do? Wow. And these incredible ideas that you picked up for nothing. <laughs> we were like, okay, this is the best. I don't know. What do we pay? $100 a year, $200 a year. I mean, it's Not much. Not yeah, it's much. just ridiculous what your dues are. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, I'm paying some of these other agencies, you know, 20 grand a year, and I'm not getting as good of ideas as I'm getting out of this room. This is silly. And so we did. We moved heavily to them. And we've been a part of it. And, and um, David, you know, David worked up and, and jumped on their board and, and we support that a thousand percent. And then we just got to supporting them and then we became such great friends with all of them. And then they all work for businesses. I mean, none of them, it's their full-time job as AAF. And so how do we support your business as they supported ours? And, and well, I just, it grew into such an incredible relationship. And then when we did the regional, what was it called? Central Region Conference 2017. When we did the Central Region Conference, I reached out to Volkswagen to sponsor it and sent them a one-page kind of descriptive of who's going to be there and what it is. And they jumped aboard and we had such a great time. And then we're going to do it again. And we had our session. And I think we had a really good session talking about as somebody trying to sell advertising, how do you call on a dealership? And it was fun. Because what I explained to them after being called on for 40 years, I, I was able to really give them the insight as to what does work and, and what we hear, what we want to hear. And uh, we had a lot of fun. And, and 
after that, we became even more involved. And then David jumped on the board. And then we have other, other people that work with me in my store on the board, on the deal, and the members. We just keep trying to drive it. But the value is so well given for what you get. And like David said, for us being able to, we can shoot out a, an email blast that we're thinking about doing and get their opinion on it. it it's just amazing what you get back. And these are some of the most creative people ever. And it's so much fun to listen to them and, and bounce ideas off. I, I, I encourage anybody, if you're if you're in your town and you're listening to this and you're not a member, but you're a big marketer and your business depends heavily on marketing, I can tell you the best money you would ever spend right now would be to go join your AAF, your local chapter. We package that and send that out the door as a great commercial as well. You get obviously you got a great club there, a lot of great people, participation, foundational stuff. You've got to have, you got to give your members what they need uh, and, and what they desire, and and be, be meaningful and relevant to to their businesses. And obviously, Amarillo is doing a, a five star job of that. So, uh, David, how does uh, how does District Ten uh, benefit you as well as uh, the relationship goes as club president? So interestingly enough. Uh the support from Bill, Suzanne, Stephanie, Larry, you know, everyone, it, it's its phenomenal. I love the president's calls. I love the fact that I'm on the EC now because I will be the incoming, or I am the incoming Addie's district chair. So uh, just learning what AAF, uh, to be honest, when I joined the club, even though I knew of AAF, I didn't know everything that we do. Um, so District 10 and their um, education is just amazing. I love AES, everything that that we do for, for the students, but uh, it's a great tool. If you don't, if you if you have a club and you aren't utilizing District Ten, if you're not calling the governor or the second lieutenant, third or first lieutenant governor, you're you're missing out because they have so much information, so much information that will benefit your club members and will make you a stronger club. Um, so I love that relationship with with our team here in District Ten. I'd love to share this story with you as it relates to Volkswagens. We had a radio station here in Houston called Oldies 94.5. And what they did, uh, John, is they took four vintage bugs, beetles, and uh, they would drive them around sequentially, you know, one behind the other, behind the other. <laughs> they, they were called John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and they promoted the station that way. It was a great uh, a oh, fun yeah. thing to see. Uh, all, you know, psychedelically decorated and just a really cool way to promote the station. Hey, John, what's the best Volkswagen ever made in your mind? The best Volkswagen ever made, I guess, probably would probably maybe the Carmen Kia convertible. You know, they were, they were, it was their answer to Porsche's, you know, the little speedster, which was the early days of the 911, like where James Dean was killed in. And it was one that was affordable, but, you know, because the, the Speedster was not. And the Carmen Ghia was, and it really took off. And uh, it ran for quite a while. It was a fun two-seater car, but gosh, I think in its early days, it was, you know, sub $4,000. It was $3,600 or $3,800. Very, very cool. Very iconic. But the you're never going to outrun the Beetle. I mean, there's, everybody understands the Beetle, understands the bug, and no, no car is as recognizable ever still to this day has the Beetle has been. And then the van, you know, the van has its own world, right? How many people, you're an eyes age, right? That talk about it that are pretty sure, sure maybe they were even conceived in one, right? There was it was camping and it was the family vehicle and you got out and, and it just represented such a cool era of back then. And we're fixing to re reintroduce it. We'll uh in twenty twenty three the van will be back and it's completely electric and it's 
totally green and it's uh, it's a lot of fun i've been in it i've been to germany and i've actually ridden in it and it is exciting to see and with the battery power and everything being in the floor the interior room is crazy it's crazy mm-hmm. big. i mean the center seats fold out like recliners it's just going to have its own very very cool world and we're very excited it's going to be called a buzz b-u-z-z instead mm-hmm. of a bus b-u-s-x but Okay. If you get the chance to study and look at it, it's going to be a tremendous amount of fun. It's so fun to bring that iconic vehicle back. So. Yeah, you think of Woodstock and you think of uh, the, the 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 van from there. Uh, mm-hmm. I just can picture it. Uh, <laughs> of course, I'm old, so I can picture it, but it's all good. So uh, you're, you're quoted as saying you're growing older but not growing up. What does that mean, John? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny that I, I, I'm 61 years old and I, I just don't know it. The only I guess the only time I really realized it is like separating my shoulder two summers ago and stuff and not really realizing that my mind still thinks I can do some pretty crazy things. And that was a, that was a, a backflip off the second story of a sailboat in Mexico that you know, used to be able to do without a problem. And in 61, it like, just didn't happen. It got picked up by the Coast Guard and taken. It was really, it's a fun story for another day, but that's the part I forget. And that's where my wife is the one that just says, you know, you really got to grow up and, realize your limitations and I, just for some reason I, I just can't do it I, you know the last birthday i remember that was really a big stepping stone was 16 you know i was driving and racing cars at that time but not legally and it was just a big deal you know back then in the 60s or 70s to get your license after that i still feel like i'm 17 years old and i know i'm sure around here at the store with some of the crazy things we do they look at me like oh my god who does this old fart think he is you know acting that way but <laughs> uh, I've just always been that person that I just, it's not that I don't care. I just, it's just me and you know, you're either going to like me or you're not. I'm okay with it either way. So. Yeah. And we'll put David on the spot. So does he really behave like that, David? Honestly, it's crazy. Like we have events and yeah. you know, you don't expect it and he'll come out dressed up at uh, December. We had a, an event with the chamber. He comes out wearing this red Christmas suit it's with, like a zoot with, suit yeah, that lights up with Christmas lights in it. It's oh, yeah, shoot. Sure. We always have one of those in our closet, don't we? No. Yeah, no. I, I actually have a closet at the house that's, I mean, I have everything from Superman to Batman you have to a turkey. I, I can come dressed as a turkey or as a pilgrim. I can come as uh, Uncle Sam. Just through the years, it's just been fun. And it's just a great way to, to talk to people and, and open up and, and get that little bit of recognition. And it's, I don't know. I've been accused of most of my life of it being self-promotion, and that's not what it was. It's it's to bring people together, right? To to get more people to talk about it and gather. And we have such a fun time, and we do our big slug bug fest, which we're hoping to be able to do in September. It could get pushed a bit, but it would be our eighth year of doing it. We get about four thousand people that show up here, and it's like our own little mini Woodstock, and we have a great time. And uh, there's pictures of it all over. But same thing, we dress up and we get crazy. And enjoy it. But I think that's why the Volkswagen brand has lended to me so well and was honored to be their global ambassador for the whole the whole world last year and represented the brand at the uh, Women's World Cup in Lyon, France. And uh, part of that has come from that craziness. I mean, they kind of recognized it. So we need somebody from the U.S. to go, well, we got to send this guy. He's nuts. He'll, he'll, he'll have fun. And our brand, our brand lends to it. I mean, from the, from the Beetle to the hippie days to the van. To, to what it is, it's, it's it's a very family oriented, very fun brand, and so it just fits me well to be able to do the things that we do, and dress the way we do, and you know we do a lot of tie dye and very old school, and, wow. but we do it all based on how can we take that and make it do something for our community, right? How 
how do we give back? And, and I learned a long time ago that, you know, you're always going to, the only way you're going to receive anything is by giving. And so we just motto our lives around that in the store is how to take care of customers, how to make it feel different. And, and that's it. And that, it's truly been our success. And we have so much fun. And luckily, through my employees and David and all of them, you send to, or not send, but you tend to actually attract those kind of people as you do it. And so I, I have 70 employees, and I'm telling you, it's 70 of the most caring, giving, thoughtful people in the world. And, and it's truly been our success. is just them and what people say about us and come in. And you know, it's a very home environment. Snacks and everything is free. We got people that come by and just get a cup of coffee, and we love it. We just have no problem. We just want to see you and love on you and let you be a part of us and enjoy this great thing that we've been blessed with with getting. Sounds like you got it all figured out. Your class uh, senior class picture said, uh, "Destined to be weird <laughs> and successful forever and ever." Well, You're I a Baylor. To, I lived up to both of those. <laughs> there you go. You're a Baylor Bear grad from '82. Did you learn anything there, man? No, as it says on my deal, it's just uh, it's, it's, it's studied not so much. Uh, I did. Uh, it was a great it was a great place to go to school for me coming out of El Paso, Texas, in a high school of a thousand people, and you know you, you kind of ran your own show. And back then, I don't remember what it was. I think you were allowed to miss like sixty days of school, and you still graduated. I think I was told with about three weeks to go, if I missed one more day, <laughs> you will not graduate. This was in Coronado High School in El Paso, Texas, and so I had to, the last six weeks I had to go and. I knew if I went to college in a big college where they didn't know whether you were in class or not, I would have been toast. So I had to go somewhere, smaller classes where I had to be held accountable. Where I so you're somewhere. mirroring uh, Mr. Bueller, I guess. It, uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was, it was the right school for me to go. And then, you know, with my personality, I stood out like a sore thumb. So it was we, we lots of fun and lots of craziness. And many, many great friends through the years, still friends with that um, was just a tremendous experience. And I think I learned more about people. Than I did about business from those that type of, of how to how to get along with people and how to grow. It was just a just amazing experience that we've carried on through our lives. You've been doing a podcast, and now we're going to get into the, uh, the what the heck is a motor mouth, and why are you called lucky? Well, we talked about that before. Your father called you motor mouth, but talk about the talk about the podcast that you had been doing, and uh, and uh, is this something uh, to fulfill your uh, DJ desires, or did you really just <laughs> want to have some fun and educate car buyers? Which one is it? I think at one point in my younger life, I really wanted to be a stuntman. I mean, that was really my dream. And I've done everything you can think of from you know, racing cars and boats and different things and jumping off. And I mean, bungee jumping was a big deal. I loved it. You know, that just it was always the thrill of it, maybe more more of the show off, right? I think that's probably what it was. And I got the nickname Motormouth from my dad, but it was, it was always about, he, I never forget, he always was showing off, showing off. It was always his big comment. And it wasn't that. It was just an absolute love and lust of life. You know, I just, I enjoy being alive. And, and if you look on some of the things you'll see where a caption I've used most of my career is when people ask you how you're doing, I tell them I sit on my hands to keep from clapping. I mean, that's how good it is. And I just firmly believe, and we try and instill that, that God gives you another day and you just... You just got to make the most of it, you know, and, and you can go in upset and crapped out and look, looking backwards, or you can choose to say, look, I'm, I'm going to change somebody's life today. I'm going to make somebody feel good. I'm going to do good for the blessings that have been, that have been bestowed upon me. And it's just how we live our lives around here is how can we serve you? We have a servant's heart. The store has a servant's heart and that's, that's all we care about. And 
you will be uh, well rewarded when you take on that type of a of a lifestyle and maybe a business mantra of just making it about taking care of customers. Everybody sells cars now, right? I mean, you know that. And maybe in your and I's younger days, you know, Mercedes probably was a better car than other cars and maybe BMW. But today, that's mm-hmm. not the case. You know, after you go and a few of those really tough cars went away that were not good cars. Now <laughs> it's very competitive. Everybody builds a great car. They have a great warranty back behind it. So what differentiates you? What makes you so that you can step out in the community and maybe sell more or do a little bit better than the others? And it's you, your people, and the experience. So what we sell now is experience. We almost don't even sell cars anymore. And we really prove that in the in the Amarillo market because this is a truck market. Seven out of 10 vehicles are either an SUV or a truck. And we opened up a dealership that sells nothing but cars, you know, until two years ago when we got the Atlas. But we had great success because so many people A car is just transportation, right? It's a way to go from A to B. Yes, we have plenty of people that love their cars and they have to drive a Corvette or something cool and they care about the color and that. But the majority of the public, it's not. It's just transportation. And so we we, we gear ourselves to that, right? What is the very best thing that we can do for you for a total cost of ownership? From the fuel mileage to the oil changes to the over five years, this is what you're going to spend. And for so many people, they're like, that's it. That's exactly what I need. I'm going to lease it. I'm going to make my lease payments. I'm going to walk away from this thing. This makes sense to me. And so that's what we do maybe a little bit different than others is that we're all about getting you what you want and treating you respectfully doing it and, and giving you that experience that you would that you would give your mom or your dad or say your best friend. That's how we try and look at consumers. We want you to be, we tell people when they leave, now you're a part of our family. Yeah, you built quite a family there as well. And I'm sure if we just stopped and talked to all of your employees, they would have exactly the same thing to say as it reflects on you. I love, love that attitude, Lucky. Uh, I see hand sanitizer behind you, but I also see a guitar. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell David to grab the guitar right now, and I'm going to make John uh, sing us a song. I don't play. It's don't a really play? funny story that you call me Lucky. So I'm at National Automotive Dealer Association. Yeah. In San Francisco, there's 50, 60,000 people that go through it with dealers and everybody. It's our largest convention that we put on for the industry. And I'm walking out in Sirius XM Radio. The girl's like, have you registered for the guitar? And I said, I, you guys have it all over. I mean, every booth has it. And she goes, I know, I understand. So, But the more you register, the better it is. I said, well, you know, I want to tell you the truth. That's not true. Are you going to pull more than one name? No. So really, I mean, I probably have as good odds with one as I do. So we got this little bit of argument. I said, okay, well, let's prove me. Let me prove myself right. I filled out one application or the little little certificate, and I made her sign the backup. I said, I want your signature here because then when you pull it in 45 minutes and you give it away, I'm going to also give you my business card so you can call me on my cell phone so I can tell you where to ship the guitar. And about maybe 55 minutes later, my cell phone rings and she goes, okay, I know you're not going to believe this. And I said, no, I totally believe it. I won the guitar and I'm going to tell you where to ship it. And she's like, this is the greatest story ever. She goes, there's probably a hundred thousand of these damn pieces of paper in there. And we really did pull yours. And we dug for a while to see if you were telling the truth that this was the only one you filled out. I said, well, you can go through all of them. You will not find another one. And she's like, oh, I love the story. So they shipped it to me. It's signed by Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. It was part of a promotion they were doing. And it was just fun. So it's just, it's, you know, the hard, the harder you work and the better you take care of people, the luckier you will become. 
I, I've been lucky because of the relationships and because of the experiences that I've been through. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does come back at you. I, uh, I was in a golf tournament one time. They, uh, it was a, it was a very high end golf tournament. I don't know whether you guys play. And, uh, it was at a very nice country club here in the Houston market. And they gave us a club glove duffel bag and a club glove, you know, suit bag. And, uh, you know, you got, you got the shirt and the golf balls and the hat. And they, when you walked in, you got a free pair of uh, foot joy f- shoes you had your own locker, and uh, inside everybody got a two fifty uh, gift card from uh, um, Callaway. Okay. Except one person got five hundred. So at the end of the day, I opened up my bag and I, I asked the guy next to me. I said, "So what does this say?" He says, uh, 500 I'm going, <laughs> "I th- I just want a five hundred dollar, you know, five hundred dollars toward a set of Callaway clubs, which is pretty cool." So that uh, that is good. And you know, it's funny you've got the name Lucky, but it's really it's really more of what you're talking about. If you if you do if you take the time to think about others before yourself, what happens is all of this stuff starts coming back on you as well, and that's where you position yourself. So so no song, I get that, but uh, uh, hopefully singing a good song as we uh, kind of hopefully find our way out of the fog and the haze with this COVID nineteen stuff that's going on. I know the car business is probably going to be a little bit different than it was back in December, January and such like that. But it sounds like you guys are well positioned. And also, David, it sounds like your club is well positioned uh, as well. David, the marketing and PR manager at uh, Street Volkswagen of Amarillo. And uh, John Luciano is the the, the principal, the owner of uh, the Street Volkswagen. And uh, you guys, uh, you guys are doing a great job. I got to come visit you sometime. Uh, you're in the only part of Texas that has winter uh, occasionally. Okay, <laughs> that's still we last week, just in the last seven days. Yeah, isn't that amazing? A week ago today. Yeah, it, it's really fun. And if you if you've never been to Amarillo, you've never been to the Panhandle. It's uh, it's really spectacular to look at. And we have it's incredibly flat, but we have also the second deepest canyon to the Grand Canyon which is called the Polidura Canyon. So we don't have anything that goes up, but we have some amazing things that go down. And for us, one of the exciting things is that you can actually, you know, you can still watch your dog run away for two days. So you don't have to worry about it too much if he's gone for a while. You still see him. He's just right there on the horizon. So that's how flat it is. It's, it's crazy flat in our area. but It allows for some really fun weather, but it never sticks around. That's the really great part. I think we were 30, well, we got down to 25 or 26 a week ago Monday. Yeah. snowed on Tuesday and Thursday was 71 ish, two ish. And the yeah. weekends, the weekend crawled up on 80. So it's a beautiful place to live. It's, we do have four seasons is what I really, really enjoy about it. We get a very short little bit of heat in the summer. Not bad. Well, a few days we'll crack a hundred, but in most cases we're in the nineties. We have no humidity. Uh, just a great, great area to live in. We got lots of cows and uh, lots of fun and lots of ranchers and some of the most humble, fascinating people in the world and they teach you in the car business one of the earliest things you'll learn in sales is don't ever you know, judge the book by its cover because you, you know the guy may be in an old ratty pair of jeans and sandals and could have millions in the bank so don't 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 self-assess these things i think that probably in this area is really really you see it a lot you see these they're comfortable and they got their jeans and the guy may even be wearing a gun on his side and you think man what's up with that guy it's just it's just his world and his lifestyle that's how he grew up and He's just an amazing person, takes care of his community. And then you find out he's got a ranch, he's got 200 employees, and he self funding. He just treats them amazing. You go, wow, didn't see that. You know, 
Seems like you guys are representing Chamber. I'm calling the movers, and I'll be out there next week, okay? Yeah, you, you would have <laughs> living here, I assure you. It's, it still has a very small town. And for a big town, we have one of everything. We don't have two malls and two of all the others, but we have one. We don't We don't want for anything. But, uh, man, our, our community and, and people still tip their hat, and they still are respectful, and, and, and women are called man. It's just, uh, it was a real culture shock for me the first year moving here from El Paso, you know, which was just big time, dual cultured city and pretty fast paced. And boy, getting up here, it didn't take long to just absolutely fall in love and make this home and realize just what a difference in life. I, I, I mean, I live in a, probably shouldn't say it on the radio or whatever, but live in a nice community over where we live on a little small. Like, we don't lock our house. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but still, just it's that good a community and neighbors still watch neighbors and love on each other. And, it's just it's just a great place to be and there you have amarillo david great job on the uh, on the club and, and and doing great things as well um and with larry coming on with the uh, with the w- webinar as well that's going to be a great event too so continued success with amarillo and uh, john uh, continued success with uh, with street volkswagen of amarillo as well you guys are fun to talk to bring the podcast back mr motormouth you've been listening promise. to a podcast <laughs> go go ahead john i promise it's it, it's coming back up i was talking to flo and david and i will will uh, you can go back and see some of them at motormouth or, or street volkswagen or just follow me back on the older stuff there is some funny crazy stuff through the years that we've been so blessed to be a part of from everything from air shows to just fun 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 things just loving life you know it's just uh, just very blessed and very happy that god put me on this earth there you go. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. Find out more at aaf10.org. Today's podcast made possible by Street Volkswagen and AAF Amarillo. Find out more at streetvw.com and aafamarillo.org. Subscribe to this podcast on your very favorite podcast platform or two. Do that. You'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes are going to help us grow as well. Don't be afraid to uh, share what you've heard today on social media. Until next time, thanks for listening. This is Intention Copyright 2020. My name is Ray Shillings.